to SewQuest, an adventure in sewing and life. I'm Erin. And I'm Caroline. We're from Spool and Spindle, an online fabric store located in Waterloo, Ontario. We're recording this podcast on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral Peoples. What's this all about? You ask questions, we answer questions. That's pretty much the whole deal. Um, so first off, I said we would be on a more regular schedule, and then we are not. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try this. Um, hopefully, this one gets out in January, and there will be another one shortly out in February. And then we'll hopefully have them out closer to the middle of the month, every month. I'm making no promises again still. Making a plan, <laughs> but no promises. Yeah. What are you thinking? One a month? I think so. One a month? I think okay. one a month is is what, we're, what we'll aim for. Maybe there'll be some bonuses though. Who knows? I do love the bonuses. <laughs> Should we uh, get this started with some questions? Yeah, for sure. Let's get going. Sam asks, does it cause any annoyances when your customers unsubscribe and resubscribe to your newsletter frequently? I'm assuming these transactions happen behind the technological veil and no and pose no inconvenience asking because i keep unsubscribing in an effort to focus on reducing my stash then resubscribing every time you do something cool which is all the freaking time uh, sorry not sorry <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I don't notice when people unsubscribe or resubscribe. Yeah, no, um, it's, it's all handled automatically by, I think we use MailChimp still. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, and so it, yeah, it's all handled by them. And so we don't, yeah, we don't pay a lot of attention to it. They do send us like a, an email update, like once a week or something that has all the subscribers and unsubscribers. So every once in a while it catches my eye and I'm, oh no. We lost people. Oh, we I don't get them. that email. Um, but then, but then, um, yeah, it's probably good you don't. Um, but then I remember that you know I am subscribed from emails all the time, and it doesn't mean nothing really. That other than I don't want to read all those emails all the time, so I don't worry too much about it. Yeah, the only thing I see is when I log on to make the newsletter, it'll be like you've gained this many subscribers this week, and you've lost this many. So like, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm always like, oh, I wonder why they left. Did I offend them? <laughs> But it's like never that. <laughs> yeah, I try not to take it personally. Uh, no, you can't take it personally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, it was definitely, yeah, it's, it's similar to like Google reviews, um, when they come in and you, and, and they're like, like four stars <laughs> instead of five stars. And you're like, oh, what did we do? Why, why not five? What, what's not? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I remember the first time we got a four star review and you were just like, what? I was like, we, four stars is still really good. Yeah. I think that might be the perfectionist in me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, we share like on the topic of reviews, we share them with like the whole, uh, I wanted to say cast, <laughs> like, uh, theme. We do. So especially when people mention employees by name, it's always really yeah, nice. Definitely. Yeah. And we do appreciate every review, even if they're not five stars. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm okay with saying don't leave ones that are less than five stars. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. I, I'm shameless. It's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sonia, I want to replace my family's dollar store Christmas stockings with hand-sewn ones. And January is the perfect time to start. So I know I'll finish them in time. <laughs> Happy face emoji. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. feel that. I want the classic fuzzy, fluffy red and white look, but I don't know what type of fabric that is. It's not felt. And I don't think it's velvet either. Maybe it's a cousin of shy carpet. I don't know. I need the expert's help. And while we're at it, I think a lining might be a good idea to give the stocking more structure and hopefully be easier to clean if chocolate starts melting inside. Any fabric suggestions for that too? Thanks in advance. I enjoy listening too. <laughs> 
Sonia? Um, you know, my first thought was that it's like some sort of uh like faux fur kind of um mm-hmm. material, uh, which is always fun to work with. Um <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe that didn't the sarcasm didn't come out there. Um, oh no, I got the sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, it sheds a little when you cut it, um, or a lot. Um, but it, I mean, it is it does feel nice and soft, like a kitty on the outside. On the inside, not so much. Um, it's usually like rough and yeah. and like I think it's because they just like glue it on the inside, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I think it's basically like glued to a mesh. Um, yeah. So in that case, I I would probably do a lining too because I think that would be nicer finish on the inside but yeah so so like some sort of faux fur we don't sell that but i'm like somewhere like lens mill they usually have that or um i'm sure on the internet there's lots of other places that have such things um yeah we don't sell it because the fulfillment yeah definitely definitely and everything every other fabric would have fuzzy bits on it fur on it (laughs) yeah i have a tip actually if you are doing like traditional faux fur if you have like an old like beard or head shaver you can shave it down where you want to cut your seams and then cut the seam or cut the seam cut the piece out you know what i'm trying to say with hard you gotta go slowly (laughs) but it does and like shave it and then like vacuum it But it does help. It makes your seams less bulky and it's also just easier mm. to cut. So if you want to take the time. Right. She could also be talking about minky, which is fluffy and furry, but is on like a knit base. You can't shave that yeah. one. It doesn't work, but it is nice and soft. It's probably easier to find than faux fur now, I think. Well, that might be true. Yeah, because it's fairly popular, especially like kids, kids clothes and blankets and stuff yeah and you can get like minky that looks like fur mm-hmm. um it could also be sherpa yeah i think the inside would be nice as like the sherpa fabric oh that would be super cute you could just make like the inside sherpa and the outside i would love it in a velvet yeah. but it's not as furry as what she's talking about and then you could just fold it over for that cuff mm-hmm. you wouldn't even need to like sew the cuff on separately yeah that would be nice there are some oh what is it called i looked it up there is like a faux sherpa that is much less loafy, but it's much easier to like sew and cut. It works basically just like felt, but it does sound like she's wanting something more shaggy. So you're probably right about the faux fur. If you're thinking about like anything that your aunt or your mother or your grandmother made in like the 1980s, it was definitely faux yeah. fur. <laughs> What do you think for a line? Well, you said Sherpa for yeah, a lining, huh? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That wouldn't be easily cleanable. Oh, that's though. true. Yeah. Um, I mean, something like a, if you want it to be like cleanable, like a pull fabric, the P-U-L. Mm, yeah. That would be very cleanable. Yeah. I don't know what else. Um, you could do something like non-traditional, like a waxed uh, canvas on the inside so you can wipe it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yep, that would work. Although, uh, if you're hanging that by a fireplace, mm, I don't melt. think you want wax canvas to get super yeah. warm. Yeah, even the pull might not be good by a mm. uh, by a warm source. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're not supposed to get that hot. Although faux fur, you're also. <laughs> It's probably fine by the fireplace, but if there are sparks, yeah. it could be trouble. Yeah. I mean, let's hope I mean, there's not sparks coming out of many fireplaces these days. I guess people, do people still do traditional fires? No. Like actual real fire? I mean, I guess I guess fireplace is real <laughs> fire. Just continue. Yeah. 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 I don't know how many open, open wood fires people have uh, stays in their house. Um, yeah. I guess that's maybe not as much of a thing. I was just thinking like growing up, my grandparents had like a wood uh, stove in the basement that was always right, going. Yeah. And like, yeah, there were sparks. 
We actually, we have a wood fireplace in our basement, um, but we have never used it because we haven't had somebody come in to clean out the chimney. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, we're like afraid of it. Um, and uh, yeah, Justin just doesn't want the smoke around all the stuff that's in the basement. So yeah, it does get really smoky. Plus it's, yeah, it's in the basement and and that is not where I would want a fire. You're hanging out down there. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to hang out by it. Yeah, I mean, the smoke is not great for you, for sure. I feel like I've inhaled enough fire smoke yeah. from my childhood and my <laughs> years of cooking on wood-fired stoves. Every time the heat goes out for like hours out or whatever, that uh, then I'm like, man, it would be nice a fireplace. <laughs> Yeah, even just when it's super snowy, like when we had that big storm, I was like, oh, it'd be nice to just be by a fireplace with some tea and a blanket and this book. Yeah. <laughs> but it is actually a lot of work to like stoke a fire, make sure it doesn't burn down the house. Yeah, that is yeah. an important part of having, if not burning everything down. Yeah, yeah. It turns out fire is surprisingly hard to start, but very good at spreading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally got off topic again. Yes, yes. Stocking, stocking. But yeah, no, I think um, either minky or or faux fur, depending on how how adventurous you want to get um, and how fuzzy you want it, probably. Yeah, and what you find that you yeah. like, right? And then I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know how well. Like, if you threw that in a washing machine, you could do like a removable liner uh, if you're getting really oh, adventurous, yeah, that's a good and idea. then you could like wash that. Maybe like a knit something, their Velcro in or yeah. or, zip. or you could just make sure that you put chocolates in plastic baggies. Yeah. Or a reusable container of some kind. I don't know. I don't think I've had any trouble with like chocolates melting in the stockings. The chocolates don't last that long. The children eat them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like there's all sorts of waterproof things that you could put in there, but I guess we need to know the placement of the stockings. Yeah. yeah. Also, you could just line it in like a lawn or like True. something smooth or a rayon if you really want to foot. <laughs> You know, and then just wash it. It'll be yeah. fine. So far, does kind of doesn't always wash great. Minky would wash well, but Minky washes fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully that helped. Sonia, let me know if it didn't. <laughs> we'll come up with some more suggestions. Yeah. And good luck. Yeah, absolutely. Send us pictures of your stockings. I should also replace the dollar store <laughs> Christmas stockings that we have because they do have holes in them. Yes. Although I don't know, the kids might not let me, you know, now they're traditional. Yes. So they're sparkly. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, I, I still have the one that I had when I was a kid, um, like the eighties and it was definitely a faux fur and it had that scratchy inside. So yeah, that's definitely what it was. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess you only have to work with the faux fur one. Mm -hmm. right and then it'll last for a really long time definitely you still have your one from childhood so i mean how much wear does stockings get (laughs) (laughs) they come out once a year should we uh do another question yeah let's move on to the next one i tried bleaching an off-white me-made garment let's say it was a bad idea any tips on what to do to save it it's made out of a cloud knit rib fabric Mm. i really wish they'd sent a picture because i'm like in which way was it a bad idea did it not bleach like evenly or is the fabric substrate itself like damaged Mm. yeah that's a good question i would i'm gonna guess that let's say that well what would you do in either case i guess if the color (laughs) let's start let's assume that the color just didn't go right if the color didn't go right tie diet Mm. right like you just have to lean into the color not going right because you're never going to get it perfectly even right if you try bleaching it again you're risking damaging the fabric but you're also like it's it's just not going to come out perfectly evenly. Right. yeah <laughs> so 
tie-dye, but you can do like or some kind of dye. Don't try to just dye the whole thing one color because it'll show up differently on the different areas. This is also true if you have a garment you've worn a lot yeah. and you try to dye it one color, it'll take up different in different areas oh. because like your sweat has yeah you know, changed some, some parts of it. Um, so definitely some kind of like marbling or like eye to eye would be great. You totally will cover over all that area. That's not even, so you can go bright. You could go just monochromatic. Tie dye is really big. True. Yeah. You could go like a little Jackson Pollock and just kind of like throw colors at it and, uh, see what comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could also do like block printing or something on top too, but I think tie-dye is probably the easiest way. And you can get tie-dye kits like anywhere. Yeah. They're very easy to use. They dye it very permanently. Um, And what do you think you would do? uh, Is it like just like a lost cause if you've damaged the fabric with bleach? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, Bleach and like spandex don't love each other a whole lot. So, um, I mean, I guess it depends on like if you like the texture that the garment Mm -hmm. is. Um, You could like, yeah, you could still wear it. If you like it, wear it. But um, if it's getting holes, you could repair it. You could do all sorts of stuff, but like it might just be a lost cause if it's eaten through the right. fabric yeah you yeah. could have some nice uh me made rags after <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean practice your visible mending yeah. but sometimes i think there's just a lot of emotion built up in in the things that don't turn out the way we want yeah. them to so sometimes we just have to let those yeah. go yeah and not having it in the house anymore so that you don't look at it and be reminded of that <laughs> is maybe also a good thing yeah <laughs> Oh yeah. No, I mean, I think we make mistakes in order to learn part of the learning process. And it's also just part of being human. Definitely. I think probably you can salvage it if you really want to, but also it's okay. (laughs) It's okay to just let it go. Yeah. You're going to make so many more things. For sure. Do you, do you get rid of your handmade thing? Uh, Sometimes I have. Yeah. Um, If I don't actually like them, Uh, there's been a few things where it just like did not come out the way I wanted it to. So I was like, I do this. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Some people really have trouble getting rid of them though, right? Because they're like, oh, I worked so hard on this, but I don't like it. <laughs> I've I've had that too, where I'm like almost finished something and I'm like, I am never going to wear this. I do not like it. I do not want to yep. finish it and have just like not. <laughs> I tried it. It's not for me. Yeah, no, totally. I don't have any problems getting rid of anything that I've made, but I, I sort of understand the, the drive. Um, I've been thrift store shopping for so long that I'm just like, there's so much other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And someone will buy whatever you donate. Yes, so. definitely. And like, I know for like knitted objects, uh, Shall We Knit does that uh, sale, or I don't know if it's Shall We Knit or a group of people that work closely with Shall We Knit um, to organize the like underappreciated finished objects. Yes, that's what's underappreciated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love that sale. I mean, you and I both scored some very excellent yes. items at that sale. Um, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, this year they raised money for uh, healing of the seven generations in Kitchener. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually, I was talking to Sue. She said that they raised like so much money. So great. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love how they're like, oh, yeah, buy these buy these items that knitters made that they don't love for whatever reason, and you can give them as gifts. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I just want them all for myself. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, yes. Although one of the shawls is no longer mine. It it belongs to my youngest. Uh, He wears it like all the time. That's (laughs) adorable. 
it's yeah he's super into it he like wraps it's huge too so he he like wraps himself all around in it and then he's just like a lumpy blanket (laughs) and we're like outside and he's just like (laughs) oh that is so sweet yeah hopefully yeah he appreciates that it's knit out of cashmere (laughs) i'm sure he does Yeah, probably. That's probably why he still does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Caroline, there's a question here specifically for you. Okay. Caroline, my cat loves jumping on the ironing board. I'm not sure if she likes the heat of it or if she's just trying to tick me off. Any tips? Yeah. Um, I mean, I suspect it's both of those things. Um, honestly. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Cats are like that. Um, they do really like heat. Um, uh, I know this wasn't actually what you're asking is you want tips to, to stop this, but um, I just like like to talk about cats. Um, but apparently they they like their body temperatures a little bit warmer than us, I think. And so they really like um, warmer temperatures than we do. So that's why you'll find them in like warm spots. Like they like to sit on top of like bridges and stuff, all kinds of others warm spots. Like uh, my cat always liked to sit on the radiator um, whenever it was on that was her spot um but yeah so so i imagine that the cat does really like the heat that the iron is giving off and and is attracted to that um but of course that is like dangerous because it's very hot probably too hot um and so my like best tip would be to like iron like put the cat out of the room when you're ironing if they can't stay off the ironing board like like really like that's the safest thing um would be to like keep them out of the room where the hot thing is that they keep trying to touch they just don't get it sometimes um (laughs) isn't there something where you can like train cats by putting tinfoil on whatever you don't want them to jump Um, on they say that but i did not have good outcomes with that the cat really just kind of enjoyed the crinkly sound yeah So I think it's also seems like a little yeah. mean. Like yeah. But... yeah, I think it depends on the cat. Um, like so you could like spray things they don't like or spray them with water, but I, I find that kind of cruel. Um, I think it's just safer to like keep them out of danger instead of like punishing them <laughs> when they try and they, they do something. Yeah. Um, because they probably don't really understand why you're why you're punishing them. Yeah, that's fair. Also, sometimes they like it for them with water. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out that like like people, they're not universally the same. Is <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. So, yeah. your tip is uh, just turn away from the cat. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't have a better okay. one. Um, could you distract the cat? Yeah. Could you like give the cat something they really like while you're trying to iron? That is a that is a thing you could do. Um, if you have like an automatic toy or something they like to play with that you don't have to interact that you could like distract them um maybe give them like a heated bed that's beside the ironing board so that they would like comfortable nice and warm beside you because they probably want to be near you too if they're jumping up where you are um you're also doing something interesting right they're like what are you doing the ironing board like the iron cord is moving cats often like to chase cords and strings so that's tempting um and I mean, you could try giving them like a little tiny ironing board beside your ironing board, like that, like the the, the cat videos on TikTok where they have the little tiny laptop that they give to the cat. <laughs> oh man, no, that's the answer. Cut everything in front of that, that's the answer. Just set up a second ironing board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it now. Yeah, T- a little tiny cat iron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's incredible. It's a new business venture. Yes, yeah. Ironing boards for yeah. cats. 
you could get them their like you could get out their little cat shirt and you could have it out on the ironing board for them and make them do their own ironing. <laughs> I mean, they're getting a pretty free ride. The least they could do is some chores around the house. That's right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right, problem solved. We solved that person's whole it's life. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Boom. That is definitely the answer. Little tiny cat iron yeah. board. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Maybe with a heating pad on it so that it's nice and warm for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think with the cat ironing boards that we're going to make, they would have to have an incorporated... Heater. Heater, probably like a rechargeable via USB. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Too hot. To play music, too, for the cats. Oh, yeah. like something relaxing. Yeah, there's a um, some scientists, I think, uh, made some cat music for cats that's, like, specific for them. That they've, like, they did some studies oh. where they're, like, what do cats actually like? And then they wrote some songs that, like, um, are supposed to be good for your cats. The, um, the most human thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like, it's just the most people-y thing. Oh, man. Humanity has some real, real ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to think of that every time someone does something really depressing. I'm going to be like, but also, counterpoint, who wrote music for cats and researched what the cats would yeah. like. <laughs> Very thoughtful gift. Yes, it, it is. Okay. What are you excited about? <sighs> Fish can drive. What? <laughs> researchers oh man this is my new happy place researchers in israel <laughs> built like a robot that you can put a fish tank on you put a fish in it and the robot like tracks which way the fish moves and it drives that way and so they discovered that like fish have a sense of location and space huh. so they could navigate through these like little mazes and they taught them that if they went to a specific target they got like a treat Huh. And so it could navigate to the different target. Wow. And, <laughs> and like part of me is like the fish card. Like, <laughs> and part of me is like, yeah, of course it can. Like <laughs> fish have to navigate through the ocean. Of course they have a sense of direction. Right. And then another part of me is just like, it's like, it's like how all the Star Trek spaceships, yeah. starships perhaps yeah. even have like dolphins and whales. I know they're not fish, but have dolphins and whales. Right. Like, you know, I feel like this is just like the, yes, the precursor to the starships run by. But also like, and to be a scientist who's just like, well, what if I made a fish car? <laughs> right. And like, you get the funding for a fish car. <laughs> like, oh, what an excellent, excellent use of science and like grant money. Right? Oh, so good. It just like makes you like question all your life choices up to this point. Like, why am I not yeah. a scientist that makes fish cars? I didn't know that was an option, quite frankly. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, I might have to change what I want to be in my right? life. Like... My goal's always been Kinder Surprise toy designer, but maybe I need to change it to like fish scientist. Yeah. I'm actually a little bit afraid of fish, so it might not be my choice. Oh yeah, they're terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. It's weird how they can get so big. Yeah. Like they can be so little, but so big. <laughs> and they have those eyes and right? teeth sometimes. Yeah. And if you have them in bowls in your house, they can jump out and then they flop around. Oh yeah, and they do. Yeah. I know. It, oh, it's so, yeah. Oh, fish. They are. I'm a little scared of birds yeah. and fish, but I'm afraid of both the people of the sky and the people of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the people of the land. Yeah, really everything is terrifying, but that's that's a whole other it's story. It's true, 100%. 100%. <laughs> 
I am also obsessed with Hot Cinnamon Sunset Tea by Harney and Sons. It tastes exactly like cinnamon Ooh, heart. Nice. Yeah. So it's spicy and it's sweet. <laughs> I'm drinking way too much of mm, it. Yeah. But also spicy cinnamon heart. I kind of want cinnamon hearts now. Right? Like mm. I had some tea that actually had cinnamon hearts in it. I don't know how well that would translate. They don't melt that well. No. <laughs> yeah. Now, was it a David's tea? I think so. It was. Yeah. They have all those teas that like look really incredible. Yeah. They're like, we put candy hearts in this and we put pumpkins. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, this is going to be so good. And then it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This one does have like artificial cinnamon flavor in it, which I think is probably the key. Yeah. It has real cinnamon too, but oh, it's like, I want to say liquid sunshine, but liquid sunshine's not like spicy. Yeah. Liquid hellfire maybe, mm. although that would probably be booze. Yeah. I don't know. Listeners, tell me what would liquid, liquid cinnamon hearts, what, what funny thing can I call it? <laughs> Usually I have something quippy. I got nothing. It's just, it's mellowed me out too much. <laughs> That's what the problem is. Huh. Do you have anything you are excited about? Um, so I actually, like took some cuttings off of a uh, succulent plant and one of them actually made a little tiny baby succulent and it's like I didn't actually know what would happen because I've never actually successfully done this before but I just like stuck it in some dirt and then there's like the very tiniest little miniature like whole succulent plant that grew off the side of it so it's got this like one giant leaf and then tiny little baby plant attached to it so cute it's the cutest it's the most fun trick too Uh, have you ever seen a maternity plant so I don't know if it's a succulent or what I had one and when I got it my mother-in-law was like oh you're gonna hate that thing so fast and she, I was like no it's great what happens is every leaf is like a new little plant oh. so then they fall off and they root so then you just there's just so many right. <laughs> she was right it got very irritating because you'd have to like weed all the babies out or else they would like crowd right. it out and then if it was anywhere near any other plant all of a sudden it would be it's like the most efficient like the rabbit of the plant right. world so the most efficient I don't know how we have any other plants <laughs> besides the maternity plant like in the yeah. world because it's so efficient at spreading <laughs> yeah yeah no i've never seen those oh wow now if i had one yeah. you would you would have them <laughs> but this is pro- yeah and- it's probably how they yeah they haven't taken over is that people just like are like no this is no <laughs> This is no, this is no, no, yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, I love how succulents can just like spread like mm-hmm. that though. And cacti. Cacti are crazy too. If you grow them from seed, they start off as like a regular little seedling. Oh, interesting. And then it just turns into like a chubby little cactus. Huh. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> so baby plant. Yeah. And spool and spindles, new subscription boxes. All right. We've got a subscription box for pretty much everyone. There's the cozy club, which is all full of cozy fabrics and comfortable patterns. Patterns, uh, size inclusive and as non-gendered as we get. There is the Stitch Club, which is a new hand stitching project every other month. It's exciting. And there's the Fat Quarter Club, where we send you some curated fat quarters every other month. And our team's really good at picking fabrics. <laughs> it's true. And Caroline, where can we sign up for those subscription boxes? Uh, you can sign up on spoolandspindle.ca for your subscription box and have it delivered to you every uh, quarter or bi-monthly 
where we mean every every two months. Depending on the box. Um, but yeah, depending on which subscription you get. And you can pay either per box or on a yearly basis and get a little bit of a discount there. And you can start anytime. Yeah. So if you don't, if you're not sure yet, you can start next month. Although I think you should start now because we've got some exciting things planned. I am so excited for that first box. That's it's gonna be my favorite, I'm sure. <laughs> For the cozy box? Definitely. Yeah, I'm excited about the cozy box too. I honestly haven't been paying attention to the other boxes. I'm really all about the cozy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I've just been sending you the designs for the cozy box. So I haven't sent you any of the other Uh, information. That might be why. (laughs) That's probably why. Although maybe I'll take up stitching. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely use another hobby. I often think to myself, Caroline doesn't know how to do enough crafts. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, that's not entirely untrue in that I often do things without knowing how to do them and I just do them. That is how you yeah. do things. So. Like just, no, I don't mean you specifically. <laughs> I mean, like that is that is how humans <laughs> do things and learn. Like when you learned how to walk, you just kind of tried it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's not like not doing it right. That's learning how to Fair. do it. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Learning. It's just doing things. Yes. <laughs> Words of pearls of wisdom and if you want other pearls of wisdom sign up to our subscription Mm. no wisdom guarantee are you watching or eating anything um yeah uh we've been watching uh station 11 but everyone is watching that yeah it's uh it's still coming out i believe um so i find it kind of annoying because uh shows that you have to like wait for now um because i'm like i just want to know what happens next I don't know. And I can't know until another week what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, I'm like not patient at all with TV um, anymore. But yeah, so I've I've been enjoying it. At first I was like, oh, this is this is a little too close to home with the pandemic. <laughs> the pandemic. Um, but uh, it's good I so far. I don't know where it's going exactly, but um, I've been enjoying it so far. So you haven't read the book then? No. Is it? I tried to read oh. the, I didn't finish. It was too... <sighs> earnest Mm, (laughs) it was like looking into my eyes and being like yeah human yeah the core of humanity and i was like i can't take this She's sincere, but I know a lot of people love it, and I've been hearing it against the show. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, other than that, we've been uh, also watching Beat uh, from a while ago. Um, we didn't watch it when it first came out, so we're catching up on that. Um, it's it's pretty good so far. I don't know. Yeah, amusing. Yeah. It has uh, Elaine from Seinfeld yes. in it, right? Yeah. How about you? Was, oh, sorry. Where were you? Oh no, no, no. I was just gonna make a Marvel movie connection, oh. but nobody. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. I'm the only one who's still watching it. Um, I read You Sexy Thing by Kat Rambo. And it's like if Becky Chambers and the Great British Bake Off had a baby. And the baby was an intergalactic space pirate. Amazing. Oh, so good. I'm not even going to tell you any more about it. Because I feel like that's just, I got to the essence of the book. Yeah, I feel like more details would probably ruin that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't think you need to know anything more (laughs) than that. Also, who gets to be named Cat Rambo? Like, so jealous. That's the best name. Um, And I watched the final season of Search Party. I don't know if you've seen it. 
No. Uh, yeah, search party is like a trip. <laughs> <laughs> you do not think it's going where it's going. And every season is like different. It's so good, though. I was completely captivated. I was so excited when the final season came out. Um, I'm not sure I can. It's about a group of friends. And yeah, terrible things happen. It does not. Like I said, it does not go where you think. <laughs> uh, and I also watched a show called Sisters. It's on Netflix. It's about uh, a woman whose father ran a fertility clinic and he's dying and he writes a letter into the new into the newspaper saying that he used his own sperm right and so she finds out she has all these brothers and sisters well lots of brothers but only two sisters right so um it was surprising it's very funny It was surprisingly good. I wasn't sure, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It's only like seven episodes for the first season or huh. something. So yeah. So yeah, um, apparently I'm just like here, watch crazy yeah. shows. I totally forgot. We also watched um uh The Shrink Next Door on Apple TV. Oh. Um, which what well, it it came from it's based on a true story but it came there was a podcast that came out a while ago uh same name i believe um that i also listened to that i found interesting um but yeah they they turned it into a a show i think paul rudd is in it um paul rudd he never yeah and uh it's it's really good. It's a very interesting story. Um, basically, uh, the the psychiatrist uh, takes advantage of his clients and ends up getting millions of dollars from them. Um, and but it's uh yeah, it follows this one patient um, and his like interactions with his psychiatrist and how he becomes like dependent on him and and like it, it's like basically a map of uh, what not to do ethically as a psychiatrist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah it's, it's a i enjoyed it yeah it's an interesting story fascinating is it based on like a oh, true yeah. story yeah. or yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a very interesting story too yeah it sounds sounds a little heavy um yeah i mean it has like comedy in it but it um is a very sad story um yeah yeah oh, <laughs> but but it, enjoyable to uh watch still <laughs> Okay, Apple TV, huh? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a sign-off for us this week? Uh, yeah, SoQuest, now selling cat earning boards. <laughs> <laughs>